This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. At last, good news on trade talks. Could impeachment derail USMCA? Bipartisan backing for cannabis banking. U.S. Ag gets better access to Japan in trade deal. U.S. farm groups are already counting on seeing ag exports to Japan increase next year with a new trade pact signed yesterday by President Donald Trump and Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is expected to take effect January 1st. U.S. wheat farmers and exporters have been worried for months about losing business to foreign competitors after Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership and Japan cut tariffs for Australian, Canadian, and European markets. U.S. pork producers were especially worried, but now the National Pork Producers Council already predicting increased exports to Japan. Iowa State University economist Dermot Hayes projects pork exports to Japan will increase by about $600 million over the next 15 years under the agreement. Another view. Well, the president said we get better deals for bilateral trade, but here we are with some commodities getting less than what we would have gotten under TPP. That represented Jim Costa of California. Rice growers would have been allocated quotas in Japan under the TPP, but rice was left out of this bilateral deal. Still, the senior House Ag Committee member said the agreement would be a step toward regaining some of what we've lost from pulling out of the TPP. China buying U.S. soybeans. USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service yesterday announcing export sales of 581,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans to China for delivery in the 1920 market a year. That backing up claims this week by President Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin that the trade had resumed ahead of the upcoming high-level trade talks in Washington. Chinese buyers spurred by good prices for U.S. soybeans and a recent willingness by Beijing to sideline tariffs repeatedly arranged deals last week to purchase between 600,000 and 1.5 million metric tons for delivery between October and December. Impeachment shouldn't hurt USMCA, Chairman says. Needless to say, talk of impeachment is dominating the attention of lawmakers and the White House this week. But the Senate chairman who oversees trade policy doesn't feel the House impeachment inquiry will derail efforts to reach an agreement on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by the end of the year. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley said, I don't think it will have any impact, or at least it shouldn't, as he spoke with reporters. He went on to say that if Democrats don't want to pass USMCA because they think President Trump did something wrong, he said then they're more interested in politics than they are policy. Grassley, by the way, made it clear he doesn't think that Trump did anything wrong in his phone call with the Ukrainian president. Pork prices edging up amid China outbreak. U.S. consumers have started to feel the impact of the African swine fever outbreak that has devastated China's hog production. The impact is, quote, slowly filtering into the market, leading USDA to raise its forecast for retail pork prices. So far, prices are up about six-tenths percent year-to-date compared to 2018. But they are expected to increase about 1% for all of this year and about 2% for 2020. That according to the USDA's monthly food price outlook. Get out the checkbook. House OK's cannabis bill. 
Banks would be protected from federal regulators when the institutions deal with businesses that are legally involved in cannabis under a bill that has passed the House. The SAFE, the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, needed a two-thirds majority under a fast-track suspension procedure and still passed easily 321 to 103. Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon sponsoring a similar bill in the Senate. Republicans push forward USFWS nominee. The nomination of former Monsanto executive to be the new director of the Fish and Wildlife Service is headed to the Senate floor. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee voted 11 to 10 yesterday along party lines to approve Aurelia Skipworth, who has been serving as Deputy Assistant Secretary for Fish and Wildlife and Parks. The committee's top Democrat, Tom Carper, said Skipworth had failed to adequately respond to questions he posed to her in writing about conflicts of interest with former employers. Carper said Skipworth told him he should use the Freedom of Information Act to get information about her calendar entries. Asking a member of the FOIA for information Ms. Skipworth can easily provide is a disappointing departure from how nominees typically handle such requests from lawmakers, Carper said. Skipworth was with Monsanto for from 2006 to 2012, serving as Sustainable Agriculture Partnership Manager and as a molecular analyst. CEO, climate challenges require multiplying industry efforts. Jim Collins, the CEO of Corteva AgriScience, says the seed and chemical giant is talking to other company executives about the way that the food and agriculture sector can reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Speaking at the National Press Club yesterday, Collins disclosed that the group will be meeting on the sidelines of the World Food Prize events next month in Des Moines. Collins said the effort also is enlisting academics and non-government organizations. He didn't identify the other companies, but he said more meetings are being planned in stages. A Corteva spokesman described the Iowa meeting as private. Imagine multiplying one of the company's efforts with other companies and other organizations across the food and ag value chain. At Corteva, we're convinced that this is part of the future. Plant Breeder Scores Genius Grant A plant biologist who is an expert on plant flowering has been awarded $250,000 MacArthur Genius Grant. Zachary Littman, a professor at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory in New York, has shown that he can create mutations that can sidestep the painstaking process of breeding for qualities that take many generations to produce while maintaining beneficial elements of the original plant, the MacArthur Foundation says. Tomatoes are among the crops at which he's had success. The lab recently entered into an exclusive licensing agreement for Lippmann's technology with the seed company Inari, which intends to use it to increase plant yields and increase water and nitrogen efficiency. Here's today's He Said It. I'm an optimist by nature, perhaps no more so than in this area of moving towards more climate-positive agriculture. We have powerful tools at our disposal today, and that didn't exist just a few short years ago. That Corteva CEO Jim Collins speaking at the National Press Club. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.